0: your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with a little Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration for you from our latest bestseller, Chicken Soup for the Soul Life Lessons from the Cat. One of the themes that I love in this book is the independence of cats and how determined they are to decide where they're going to live. In fact, In some cases, the cats really do seem to believe that their houses belong to them and that the humans who live there are just tenants who are free to go or to stay. It's no matter to the cat. In our first story, Irene Marin tells us that she got divorced and moved from her house to a small apartment two miles away. She took her two cats with her, of course, But her cats were used to going outside, and in her new apartment on the second floor, they didn't have that freedom. One cat was content. He was fine with just looking out the window at anything that moved. But the other one, named Stripes, hated being cooped up. Stripes cried incessantly at the door. Irene finally took him downstairs and let him out, and he walked around the tiny yard which seemed to satisfy his curiosity and then scratched at the door and wanted to be let in. So the next day she let him out again, but this time he went missing for three days. Eventually he was found two miles away at Irene's old house. The new owner found him. Now Stripes had to cross many busy streets and a small park and walk past a high school and over a set of railroad tracks to reach his old house. Irene went and picked him up and brought him back to her new apartment. But the next day, when she let him out again, he took off. He went back to her old house over and over again. He made it perfectly clear that he refused to stay in the new apartment. He always opted for his old house with its yard full of trees. Eventually, the new owners of Irene's old house started feeding him, and then they gave him a box to sleep in outside, and then finally they took him inside the house. Irene says she was jealous. She says, where was Stripes' loyalty to me after the past seven years of my undivided love and companionship? Being rejected by a cat is downright embarrassing. Well, that's life with a cat. Stripes made his preference clear, and he officially moved back to his old house. Irene decided to follow that old maxim, if you love something, let it go. Irene let her cat move back to her old house without her and says she has visitation rights at least. In Karen Green's story in the same book about life lessons from the cat, she was on the opposite side of a similar situation. Karen first met the Siamese cat named Mouse when she was looking at a house with her realtor. The family that owned the house was out, but Mouse greeted them and was part of their tour. Karen and her husband, Chris, loved the house. They were visiting Chris's parents three hours away from Toronto, where they had lived for 10 years, and they had decided that just maybe they should consider moving out of the city to this less expensive, less stressful small town with land and space. Karen wanted to leave her job anyway, and Chris could work full time from home. This house they were looking at felt nearly perfect, although... Karen wished for some kind of confirmation that they should make this big move, a sign that this was meant to be. Nevertheless, Karen told the realtor, I want the house, and the cat too, please. Chris laughed and said, I like the house too, a lot, and I like the cat, but I don't think she's part of the bargain. The next weekend, they drove back and they made an offer on the house, and it was accepted, so they were leaving Toronto for a small town and their new life. On their final tour of the house before they bought it, they held Mouse as they measured rooms and began fantasizing about their future in this house and this town. Mouse was meowing and cuddling with them, and he seemed very comfortable with Karen and Chris. He even seemed to be showing them around like it was his house. Karen apologized to Mouse for kicking him out of his house because, of course, he was going to leave with his human family. And then the realtor shocked them. She told them that the people weren't taking Mouse and were planning to abandon him to a shelter. Well, that was the sign that Karen had been looking for. This was definitely the house they should be moving to, complete with this cat they already loved. She said they would take the cat with the house. For the next seven years, Mouse was a beloved member of the family. It was her house in her view, and she welcomed her new family and their guests still giving Karen that sign that showed them they were exactly where they were meant to be. I'm Amy Newmark, and you've been listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. Thanks for joining me today. If you want to learn more about our new books and everything else going on at Chicken Soup for the Soul, join the more than 2 million people who follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And go to chickensoup.com and click on the podcast button to learn more about this new bestseller, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Life Lessons from the Cat. You can pick up a copy at Walmart, Target, Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, Amazon, and wherever else you like to get your books. I'm sharing a couple dozen different stories from the book with you on the podcast, some in the coming weeks and some in episodes that have already aired. So you can go back and listen to those too if you want to hear all the stories. Come back for our next episode to hear about our brand new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Running for Good. My co-author, the world-renowned, somewhat crazy ultramarathoner Dean Carnassus will be joining me to discuss how you can motivate yourself to get outside, whether you're running or walking.